At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont. 105.9 The Radiator, it's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Vaughn. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> um, guys, how's it going? Great. Very Good. well. Would Happy you, to be here. Would you mind um, introducing yourselves? Uh, my name is Suzanne Germain. I'm from Lincoln, Vermont, mountains near Bristol. And I am Carol Reed, and I live down in Leicester, the Further south, you can go in Addison County. Uh, and I'm Lausanne Allen. I live in South Starksboro. Oh, wonderful. Oh, so all quite local then? Yes. Well, local, local enough. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you Give guys that. start off with a song so uh, the audience can get a feel for you. Okay. Great. We're going to start off with a, a Quebecois tune called Poula Colin, Colin's Chicken. Oh, well, what am I doing here? There we go. Sur la rivière, sur le bord de la mer, sur l'eau, sur la rivière, sur le bord du vaisseau, sur l'eau, sur la rivière, sur le bord du vaisseau. Sur le bord du vaisseau, sur l'eau, 
Very nice. Vaivon uh, there with, uh, you'll have to remind me of the name of the song. It's called, that is Poule à Colin, and, and we are actually, it's Va et Vien, which means go and come, because mm-hmm. we are always back and forth over the border. We love to uh, go up to Quebec. We love to hang out at, at the festivals, and we find a fabulous, welcoming bunch of uh, musicians up there. And every time we go up, okay, who wants to teach us something? So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have lots of wonderful friends that we've made over the years, and, and uh, they've provided us with infinite resources, so. Vivien is very, uh, it's very us. Yeah, I can, I can see that. So uh, you guys are all from Vermont, but you obviously all speak French very fluently. Um, were, you, were you raised in a French-speaking household? Or were you, I was. You were? Yeah, my, my parents are, were from Quebec, so my first language is actually French. Okay. I grew up in Burlington. Oh, wonderful. And, yeah. and you two, um, uh, you, you picked up French along the way or it's because you're so um, close to Quebec? I lived actually in, uh, next to the city of Lausanne in Switzerland when I was in sixth grade. Uh-uh. And so I entered school not speaking a word. And then within a couple months, um, I was able to speak fluently. And I've just uh, gotten done teaching French for the past uh, 27 years. 20 of which were at the at the Lake Champlain Walder School right right down the the road in Shelburne and then the last uh, year and a half I've been over in Williamstown and uh, so that's been a wonderful experience because I've been able to use a lot of music with you know especially at the Walder School where you start in first grade every class begins with with a song mm. a poem and so forth so um, that has has kept me going and a lot of traveling um, a young marriage to a French Moroccan <laughs> was in there, <laughs> who was it. also a musician. So, yeah. I've heard that uh, learning through song is one of the most effective methods of uh, learning l- new language. I I definitely have found that to be so 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 mm-hmm. helpful because you don't have to stop and worry about is your grammar right? Do you have masculine or feminine? Uh, you don't have to have any concern for any of that. You are right away fallen into the rhythm of the language. And I've come across my students 20, 25 years later, and they still remember some of the songs. Mm. They might not have mem- remember the grammar lessons or how mm-hmm. to conjugate those, those verbs, but they remember the songs and the poems and so forth that just put them right into the rhythm. Yeah, just think of the whole world. Everybody's listening to pop American music, and they don't speak a word of English, but they know Justin Timberlake and Michael mm-hmm. Jackson songs. I, I used to live in South Korea and... Uh, that's how quite a lot of my students actually taught themselves English rather than the actual lessons that they would be taught at school. It would be all through, you know, American yeah. TV shows and, right. and songs and whatnot. And uh, if, you, if you sing a Beatles song, they're all going to know it. Yes. They're all going to be able yeah. to sing along. It doesn't matter where they are in the world, they're going to know their Beatles. Absolutely. So. 
in Lausanne. Um, uh, my maternal grandfather, Guillaume-Henri La Bombard, he died before I came along, but from all the stories in the family, he, he played very many instruments. He called dances and uh, was the life of any party. Mm. And I seem to have discovered some of his genes floating around in my system. Oh, there we go. And when did you learn French then? How did that come about for you? Um, my mother was orphaned young. She was raised French on a farm, but uh, with her aunt and uncle. But her French was pretty much lost as an adult. It mm. was not okay to speak French anymore. She left that behind. But in school, I, French was my favorite subject. I loved to bend my mouth around the sounds. Oh, and then I go to Quebec a lot to, uh, and have many friends up there to play with. It's very convenient having that little slice of Europe just north of the border. Mm -hmm. You'll say, yeah. it, whenever America gets a bit too much for me, it's uh, <laughs> always a welcome relief to, to get up to Montreal for a weekend. Um, so what song would you like guys like to like play next? We're going to do uh, something slower called Parrain un dimanche soir. When Sunday, out for an evening stroll, a, a young, young lad who meets a beautiful girl who is singing and crying into her beer and he co goes up and thinks he might have his way with her and says, get out of here I, I like much better looking people than you and in the end uh, his lament that is that girls are fickle you can't count on them one day they love you the next day they they don't so. <laughs> that was a hell of a title <laughs>
definitely feel the weight of that French guy's lament there. <laughs> <laughs> the poor fella, poor guy. I think uh, certainly for me, I feel like French French songs definitely uh, pour uh, the the emotions of a story into the song so much better than English songs can do. I mean, I, I well, because I don't know the well, the language. Know. The language of love. Yes, so. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a, it can be very much interpreted by the by the way that the, you know you, even the word sound it feels like. And then all all the different colorings of it. You know, people people might misunderstand that. Oh yes, love is all the hearts and flowers and everything. No, they like to present the other side of love. Mm. There's a, a huge category. I don't think we have one uh, to do tonight. Well, we do have one we're going to do uh, in the, in, the, in uh, after our next song, but yeah. uh, there's a whole category called the mal marié, mm. badly married, people that their parents had the foresight to marry them off to somebody, and um, they're 15 no. and the guy's <laughs> no, no. 60. This is not the person that they want to be married to. So, and um, you guys draw from very a, a diverse range of French cultures uh, when, when you pick your songs. Yes. So, so tell me which, culture, which French cultures you draw from? When we go, we, we do from Quebec and from uh, also up in Acadia and uh, some Creole songs from the Caribbean hmm. and, and then from Louisiana and Brittany, France. Mm -hmm. Medieval French. Medieval oh. French. You go back that far? How, oh, yeah. How, so what, what kind of areas do you draw from? I mean, medieval French to... To, well, we don't do any pop we do, songs. We do some Edith Piaf songs. We do we do some. You know, it's oh, it's nice because living in Vermont as we do, if we were up in Quebec, we would probably be obliged to or expected to choose <coughs> one style mm. and stick to it. So I find it very liberating that living in Vermont, where you know we can really choose from anything we want, and we're not going to be like the six other bands that we are. Mm. We are standing next to, or whatever. You know, we really get to choose from this full mm -hmm. wide range, and uh, so. And it's and there's not Side very many all girl trad bands either. Yeah. In mm. Quebec, mostly it's men. Oh wow. That do this music. Yeah. So you guys are really feel it, filling a niche. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how do you go about picking what songs you want to cover? Someone hogs it. Someone <laughs> says, this is mine. I've got to do this. <laughs> we collaborate. Okay, wonderful. So you guys are just, sort of, uh, just really big avid fans of obviously French music and you know, you've got your own collections and then you're like, right, this is, this is the one that I want us all to do. Put your ear to this. What do you think of this? <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well. This next one we're going to do comes from the far north in Quebec. The first part is a, is a dance melody. Déshabille-toi, lave-toi, je t'aime bien. Take off your clothes, I love you very much. But it's really a, a, a mother telling her child, you know, to get in the bathtub at night. Oh. Um, but that's just a melody. And then we go from there to a, I think of it as a song about, you know, some confused adolescent young man in a small village who's spotted the only cute girl around. And, and he just says, where are you going, Madeline? Uh, you sing so well, Madeline. Uh, you, you dance so well. Where are you going, Madeline? And she's obviously got... A lot to do. <laughs> so it's a little French uh, soiree tune. Right, take it away. Ready? Cinq, six,
Celtic, almost Irish. Yeah, almost. A lot of the Irish and French were not disparate communities. They were mm. often very mixed in several parts of Quebec. And um, and you'll find sea sweets or jig tunes mm. in French repertoire and Acadian repertoire. There's very much um, people weren't divided. Mm. Well, the the Irish came over during the potato famine. They came here, but they also went to. Quebec, mm. and they intermarried with the French Catholics, uh, oh, of course. and not with the the English Protestants. Protestant, yeah. So their music meshed. Yeah, it was, it's a beautiful. That was a beautiful pairing, actually. Yeah. It's uh, not the lyrics you'd expect with uh, with the fiddle and the and the um, uh, penny whistle, or uh, yeah. the right. I don't know the name of that exact instrument. Yeah, it's penny whistle. Is it penny whistle? Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the uh, traditional mus musicians up in Quebec are very fond also of Irish tunes and so forth. So uh, one of our friends, Gaetan Morissette, always puts together a, a concert series in, in the area around uh, Donnacona, uh, not far from uh, Quebec City. Hmm. And uh, I think there are probably as many Irish musicians as Quebecois musicians that, that play at these things. But and if I would yeah. break out any, you know, Paul Brady or Andy Irvine tunes or something, They'll all know all the songs. They'll all sing. They might not speak speak very much English, but again, they know the music. Yeah. They know those songs. I, I'm very curious. How did you three meet each other? I mean, you've got such a, a unique passion. How did you guys come together as a group in the first place? Wow. <laughs> Suzanne and I have, I have been a, singing together almost 20 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've you know. I uh, used to sing with a group called Women Sing, it was a cappella. There's um, six of us. We did world music 
and also did some other shows around the area and Carol was part of it and and then we found out that we both you know liked French and I always you know I grew up with the this kind of music but I didn't think anybody would want to listen to it mm. you know and then I found that you know people did want to listen to it. I go, okay, let's let's play. Well, when I first met Suzanne, I actually was running a, a little French camp at at my house for children in the summertime, and there was a there was an after school program. And of course, do children ever want to learn from their parents another language? <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> so so, uh, so she would have her girls come to my little French camp, mm. and uh, and then later on there was. Um, and there was uh, somebody who was very inspiring to, to all three of us, actually, uh, who had died in 1998. And we were asked to sing at her memorial service and, and so forth. So, Marta uh, Pellerin. Yeah. She was from Barrie. Mm. Marta Pellerin, another Franco-American who had grown up speaking French. And she dedicated her life, her young, all-too-short life, to um, spreading the music that you know, she didn't want people to let go of those traditions. Mm -hmm. And as she, she came back. As, yeah. as she watched her, her elders in her family, and she was from a very large extended fam family, she, as she watched them die, she realized the wealth of music that was disappearing with each one of them. Mm. And she set out to collect as many of those songs as she could and, and record many of them. So she was and, somewhat of an inspiration to you guys then. And her oh, collection yeah. is, um, I, I'm lucky enough to have a copy of, of the notebooks because after she died, um, her husband remarried and his wife then um, passed me this collection of notebooks and said would you get these to the Vermont Folklife Center which is right in Middlebury so Vermont Folklife is wonderful it's a wonderful resource for all kinds of things but uh, for anybody who wants to get in touch with some of that heritage the notebooks are there and they are available dig digitally and uh, they love it when people go down and record their stories their family stories and so forth so um, wonderful resource again excellent and and so how did you, all three of you, get together in the end? Well, I was going back and forth to Quebec to play music with my friends, mm -hmm. and we would sometimes see each other at festivals up there. So, we, and I live five miles from Suzanne, mm -hmm. and she's my my nurse practitioner, or she she's yeah. at my, you know, I know her. She knows me well. <laughs> That's my, <laughs> my other life. Yes. <laughs> In that other life, she's traveled quite far. Mm -hmm. She has gone to Haiti and to places uh, doing social relief work as a as a nurse. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. And then we, we needed a third person. We had uh, uh, another musician that had left the band after only, only 13, 14 yeah. years. You yeah. know, so. <laughs> he, played the, he played the accordion and the flute, and he retired, and we went, oh, my God, now what? And we found Lausanne. Uh -huh. we and, and we can say, okay, which harmony would you like to do? You want low or high? Okay, I'll take the other one, and we are off at the races. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And the rest is history. Yes, and the rest is history. That's right. Well, well, what song's next? Well, now we're going to go down to Louisiana. Okay, and this is a little Cajun tune about don't, don't get married young because I did, and boy, my, my life is a mess. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a theme on some of these songs yes. there. Yes, <laughs> de la campagne. Jamais, car dans quoi moi j'ai fait 
happy tune considering the subject matter yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be miserable at least you can sing in a happy way about it <laughs> very much so um so when you when you perform do you add uh the stories behind the songs while you perform yeah is it is it kind of part history lesson yes part yeah, cultural lesson part part obviously songs yeah yeah well it's, it's actually kind of a treat when we go north because there, everybody sings along, and so many of the songs, uh, the Québécois songs in particular, are designed to be call and response songs. Mm-hmm. They're called chansons à répondre, and uh, so anybody in the audience, even if you've never heard it, you hear the first line, so you're going to repeat it. Mm. Um, the third line is usually the one that begins the next verse, and it's going to be the first two lines there. So in Quebec, people have no, um, no, there's no holding back. They are all singing mm. along with you, and a lot of times they'll be doing the feet. You know, you've heard Suzanne doing mm. the, the feet on the, on the board there. Mm-hmm. That's called the pot de rythme mm. in, uh, in Québécois music, which is just foot rhythm. And, um, which doesn't exist in France, by the way. Oh, no, that's no. a purely Quebec. Yeah. Uh, no, what, what are you doing there? Yeah. <laughs> They're mystified. But, I, uh, I often wonder how these kind of things start and merge from culture to culture. So... You know, a lot of French people going over to Canada and then, I don't know, too poor to afford instruments, so the, the tap dancing starts, or...? Um, well, what happened is that they came and they didn't really have any instruments, so there was, it was mouth a way to, to, to... It was mouth music and feet music. Yeah. Well, there's, there's the tradition of the, uh, the so-called kitchen junket, mm. where, um, you know, maybe everybody goes to church on a Sunday morning, you come back, you have a huge meal, and if it's not just the family, then, you know, you've got the neighbors coming in. And then after the meal, you can open up the kitchen cabinets and you can bring out a cheese grater. Mm. You don't have to have the fancy rub board that Suzanne now plays. She wants once played a cheese grater. <laughs> and, but everybody can grab some spoons or the bones that have, that have cured from uh, somebody uh, having ribs a couple weeks back or whatever. You know, got people mm. playing the bones, rattling bones. And uh, they'll use basically anything they can to contribute to the music. Maybe there will be one person with a fiddle or mm. one person with a guitar or a piano or something, but um, in this way, everybody was able to participate. Yeah, so. a, r- a real ad hoc orchestra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you didn't, you didn't have discussions of like, well, what kind of spoons do you play? It's like <laughs> the ones from that drawer over there. Thank you very much. Well, wonderful. Um, well, what you got next for me? I'm, I'm eating well, these is, up. These are wonderful. This is, uh, it's called Brave Soldat, and there are many, many versions that we uh, have come across of this. It's the story of a uh, brave soldier coming home from war. In his chapeau, he's got a uh, rose, and a girl that he's passing by says, soldier, give me that rose. Well, I will give you the rose if you will be my girl. Well, you have to ask my father. Her father happens to be the king. So, your majesty, please give me your daughter. 
soldier, you don't have it, even enough to afford the headdress that my daughter wears. Well, that's all you know, sire. I've got uh, three ships sailing at sea, one with gold, one with silks, and the third one just to take my sweethearts for a harbor cruise. Soldier, what? I, I, w I will give you my daughter. Thank you so much, sire, but where I come from, they have much prettier girls. <laughs> and this is a medieval song. This is medieval. All right. We found uh, the group uh, Matapat that would put a, a lovely Moroccan sort of flavor to that. So we've we've drawn from from their uh, their inspiration for right. Brave Soldat. Take it away. Imagine that was quite a popular one four centuries ago, five centuries ago, if it's managed to last it that long. Well, <laughs> these these songs have been around forever, and it's it's because there is uh, they really do take advantage of the repetition that happens, so that people can pick up on it and mm. they will take that home. And that's where a lot of the changes come because it's like a game of telephone where mm -hmm. you whisper something in one person's ear, and by the time it makes its way down a whole line of people whispering from ear to ear. Mm. 
you get whole new melodies, you get whole new rhythms, you get all kinds of uh, flavorings added to it. Different mm. different musicians will play different instruments with it. So um, it, it's very easy to come up with your own arrangements for things that have been around for hundreds of years. I can imagine the stories probably changed a fair amount in between times as well. Uh, it's probably... I don't know, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the, the structure or the, the scaffolding is the same, but I'm sure every well, person the, has their mm, own flavor. There, there's a certain timelessness mm. to uh, most timelessness of the themes. It's timelessness, and it's good to be reminded of how things might have used to have been. Mm. And, um, you know, like the situation where daughters were given in marriage to old men, for example, because they had money in their pockets. Mm -hmm. and there's, there's a whole category of songs uh, just on that topic in, in Quebec Besides, they're not, gonna, they're gonna, not gonna live, you know, you marry a groom who's 60, he's probably gonna, gonna have like maybe two or three more years in him tops, mm. and then she'll have the money in inheritance and she can go on and make, make some happiness for, find some happiness in her life for it. Well, fingers crossed at least. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit rolling the dice a little on that one. Yeah. One of our favorite songs is about a, um, a cross-dressing woman who decides that if her fate is going to be having to marry the guy her father wants her to, then she's going to put on a, a sailor uniform. And you find this in Irish songs. You mm. find it, you know, it, uh, and, it's a, it's a, and then, of course, after seven years at sea, uh, the captain recognizes his true love in her. And, uh, mm. and, you know, we wonder when, at what point in that seven years he recognized. But um. <laughs> <laughs> You might have been a bit confused a few, for a few years before yeah. he finally came out with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one of those, those things that uh, it has a chorus that all the sailors would presumably be, be singing along to. It's like, yes, hoist those, hoist those sails and, and uh, lower that boom and so forth. Uh, and each one dreaming that while they're on that seven years voyage that the person next to them might secretly be a beautiful girl in disguise <laughs> yes. and later on they can make a happy life for themselves you know once they get off that darn ship so. <laughs> um, all right well um, I think we've probably got time for a couple more so oh. what, what else Sh you got for us should we do that one do should we do Chantant pour passer le temps excellent Good. let's hear it sorry I have to keep going up and down here <coughs> So this is Chantant pour passer le temps, and we first heard uh, the group that uh, Marta Pellerin was part of with Claude Mété, Dana Whittle, fabulous musicians. They're still, they're, they're married, now they live up in Quebec, and uh, their daughter Beatrix has formed another group, uh, band called the Poule à Collin. So they're traveling around now. Um, and she was actually born, she another. was born in, in Waitsfield. Oh, she was born yeah. in Waitsfield. Yeah. So this is this is a song that yeah. uh, we got off of a cassette of theirs from the '90s. So Ooh. in this one, I am the the, the cross-dressing sailor, yeah, and sure. Suzanne is the captain. the captain is convinced that there's something familiar about this this new recruit on board. I mean, he's got such a nice waist, and you know, and, you know, all such those words about such a beautiful us. face. Oh my goodness! And Carol will be our narrator. Uh, I'm the narrator for this piece. Yes. Les amours joyeux d'une belle fille qui prit l'habit de matelot et vient s'engager à bord du vaisseau. Oh, 
Aussitôt qu'elle fut promise, aussitôt elle changea de mise et prit la vie de matelot. Elle vient s'engager à bord du navire et prit la vie de matelot. Elle vient s'engager à bord du vaisseau et lui revire dans sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ta gamelle et vire 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 dans sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ton bidon. Le capitaine enchanté d'avoir à son bord un si beau jeune homme lui dit Mon joli matelot, tu veux t'embarquer à bord de mon vaisseau Tes beaux yeux, ton joli corsage, ta tournure et ton joli visage me font toujours me rappeler à une beauté qui était de mon village me font toujours me rappeler à une beauté Tant aimé, et vire, vire donc, sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ta gamelle, et vire, vire, vire donc, sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ton bidon. Monsieur, vous vous moquez de moi, vous me badinez, vous me faites rire, le gilet, ni frère, ni pardon, je suis embarqué au pot de l'oignon. Vire donc, sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ta gamelle Et vire, vire, vire donc, sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ton bidon vécu sept ans sur le même bateau sans se reconnaître ils ont ainsi vécu sept ans se sont reconnus au débarquement puisqu'enfin l'amour nous rassemble il faudra nous marier ensemble l'argent que nous avons gagné et nous servira dans notre ménage l'argent que nous avons gagné et nous servira pour nous marier sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ta gamelle Et vire, vire, vire donc Sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ton bidon Et vire, vire donc Sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ta gamelle Et vire, vire, vire donc Sans ça tu n'auras rien dans ton bidon Well, I can see why that one's one of your favorites. This is uh, fantastically playful. It's a uh, really playful yeah. song. You know, the, you guys, uh, unfortunately, you can't obviously see this on radio, but 
watching you guys uh, act out the narrative is, uh, was, was wonderful to watch. We're, we're wondering if we should take it so far as to get costumes to put on, you know, pulling on the, the sailors, you know, jaunty little. I remember the comments of three women from Quebec who came down to Swanton or to the islands where we played one time, I guess in Alberg, mm -hmm. and, uh, and they said, you really know what you're singing because you, you make it come alive. Mm. You know? You're not just repeating words you've heard somewhere. Yeah. No, it's def yeah. definitely the case. I, I could see the, the, the story evolve as you sung it. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it was fantastic. So uh, talking of, of playing live, um, A, do, do you have any recordings yourselves? Have you been in the, been in the studio at all? And B, uh, where have you played and where are you going to play? What's coming up? Well, uh, we do have a CD, but it's um, kind of old now. It was made in, in 2009, so she's, Lausanne's not on it. But they keep selling it every time I play. It's really <laughs> nice and, uh, you know, we've done Burlington first night, St. John's very first night, um, Middlebury College, different cafes. Uh, we're um, next week, oh, no, this Saturday we're playing in the Enosburg, um, Enosburg Music Falls Series. Opera House. Yeah. And, and then, then the Sheldon, Sheldon uh, Church Series. The, the town of Sheldon up, up near St. Albans as well. Grace and, and this. And Carol and I are going to play at a motorcycle jamboree. Oh wow! Next next week they're having a <laughs> they're having a BMW Riders Rally called the Green Mountain Rally down in Goshen, right near me, which is lovely. And they've invited a uh, BMW club from Quebec to come down. So one night they're going to have English music. The next night we're going to be the Saturday night act. Oh, we and we've got a guest artist. Adam Dewey is going to sit in with us. And he is a, a rockin' oh, mandolinist and bassist. And, you know, he, he plays anything he likes. Uh, just like Lausanne, you know, there's not an instrument, I believe, that this woman has not... Uh, mastered. Oh, you mean so. Lausanne, yeah. 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 But Carol and, uh, wanted Carol wanted just her and I to do a duet mm. with the, these motorcycle guys because Lausanne hey. couldn't make it. I said, no way am I going to play in front of these guys without any help. No, 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 <laughs> so. no. This is not Marlon Brando and the Wild Ones. Yeah. These wow. are very nice human beings. Uh, so. Yeah. Just and there are going to be girls be too. So. Yeah. 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 I bet no, they'll no, melt no. in your hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, brilliant. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Actually, actually, could we uh, send people to um, our website? Oh, absolutely. Vaevian.net. And so that's V-A-E-T-V-I-E-N-T.net. And we do keep calendar going, and that has all of our upcoming gigs um, as far as St. Johnsbury for First Night North. Um, December twenty, uh, yeah, thirty first. When, when is the last? When is when is? Might be a couple of weeks early. That one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's New Year's. Yes, now December has twenty one days. I, I, yeah, I think yeah, that might yeah. cause a little ruckus. But <laughs> well, fantastic. Again, thank you guys so much for coming in. I feel like I've learned a lot this evening, which is fantastic. Um, you guys sound amazing. Uh, I've loved listening to the stories behind it, even though the most of them are about women being fickle and mean and love lost. <laughs> um, I think we've got about one time for one more song, so please, if you could, let's, play us out. Let's do Destiné. Let's do Destiné because it has... Destiné. Okay. Destiné, right. Destiné, 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 Destiné,
Merci, Monsieur Thomas. Excellent. Uh, no, I was going to say thank you in French, and I completely forgot how to say it. <laughs> Merci, obviously. There we go. <laughs> uh, well, that has been uh, your Rocket Shop with uh, your host, me, Tom Proctor, uh, and our wonderful guest, Va Evan. Va Evan. Bien. Yeah, so close. There I said go. it right the first time, and then wrong like every other time after that. But thank that you guys so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having us. Do appreciate it's, you. It's better who. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tune in next week, 8 o'clock, uh, where we'll be having a special guest, Bob. We might take next week off. We're going to take next week off. Labor Day week. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, we all we obviously don't want to labor. No, we don't want to labor. That's what, that's what Labor Day is about. Um, well, catch us in two weeks' time, and uh, I'll be here interviewing um, Big Fat Question Mark again. Yeah. I mean, it works out. <laughs> <laughs> it does work out every time. Um, until then, see you.